So these days, it seems like everybody and their mom can be a draft um, expert now. So one of the um, biggest culprits of getting this hype over being a draft expert is Mel Kuyper. So I don't like calling people draft experts that have barely had any um, experience in playing football or even being in like a front office. He was in a front office, I think, for a year or two and then either got quit or fired uh, with the Baltimore Colts. Now, I'm going to go over first the 2019 Mel Kuyper's Big Board of the top 25 prospects and then top 10 in each position. And God, this is awful. This was about two months before the NFL draft. This was done in February, uh, end of February. So closer to one and a half months, give or take. But there's no excuses for how bad this is. Now, being a draft expert, you should be able to see if someone's not doing good or if someone's not good. So... I, in my opinion, I just find this ridiculously awful. And being called a draft expert should mean that you're actually good at this. So yeah, um, without further ado, we're going to get into the quarterbacks. Now, just to say this is no hate, um, Mel Kuyper does have some good takes. But he should have quit about in 2018 when he said Brady Quinn was going to be a top 10 quarterback. And otherwise, he would quit. Uh, after eight years, he never did. So I'm just going to poke fun at some of, his, some of his takes. So top 10 QBs. So at this point, um, I'm pretty sure that would be when the combine's over and like not much should be changing unless there's a Lamy Tunsil situation, which really has only happened once. But yeah, um, let's go through these. Oh, and there's that murder thing about, I forget which football player, but there's a football player who had a murder. I think it was Leo Collins. Okay, so, quarterbacks. One, Dwayne Haskins. Two, Kyler. Three, Drew Locke. Four, Daniel Jones. Five, Will Greer. Six, Ryan Finley. Seventh, Jared Stidham. Eight, Tyree Jackson. Nine, Clayton Thorson. And ten, Gardner Minshew. Now, you can see that this is horrible. Kyler's one, easily. Daniel Jones is probably two. You would probably say Drew Locke is third, but by some distance. And then Gardner Minshew would be five, uh, four. And then Dwayne Haskins would be five. And then the rest will be somewhere in the middle there. Because a lot of those other guys haven't had game time. Now, Gardner Minshew has been a pretty good quarterback when he got time. I definitely do think he should get another opportunity. Dwayne Haskins is a backup right now and may not even get a chance ever again on the Steelers. Daniel Jones just got in a huge fight in um, training camp at the Giants. Drew Locke is in his last chance with the Broncos. I think he'll have a good season, personally. And Kyler Murray is a probably a top 15 quarterback. I would say that he makes that leap into a certified top 10. Because there's those quarterbacks that you can't really see if he's top 10 or not. But... Yeah, that's quite dreadful. I mean, this is one of the worst ones, I'm pretty sure. I've, I've not really looked deep into these. But yeah. Now, running backs. This is where it gets horrible. Um, Josh Jacobs first. You could probably say he's top five here. Now, this running back class was actually quite good. Now, I'm just going through the top ten that they give. And I'm going to rank them, give or take. 
So yeah, don't give any hate if there's someone I there was wasn't on there and I totally forgot. But yeah, um, we got Josh Jacobs there. Then second was ranked Damian Harris. Third, Darnell Hend- uh, Daryl Henderson. Fourth, Devin Singletary. Fifth, David Montgomery. Sixth, Bryce Love. Seventh, Rodney Anderson. Eighth, Elijah Holyfield. Ninth, Miles Sanders. And tenth, Benny Snell Jr. Now, Benny Snell Jr. hasn't been the like the best. I mean, he would probably be that seventh, eighth spot. Miles Sanders would be top three in this um, draft class. Um, Devin Singletary has been pretty good. David Montgomery had a very good end of the season, uh, last season with the Bears. Um, Damian Harris has been a pretty respectable running back. I would definitely say Josh Jacobs is probably the best running back in this draft. I would say, this is my opinion. Now, you could say anything else and it will probably be right. But yeah, um, I would say Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, um, David Montgomery, Damian Harris, um, Devin Singletary, then Benny Snell. And then the rest are interchangeable. Now, my God, Miles Sanders at 9 is ju- just awful. Bryce Love at 6 is, again, very bad. Daryl Henderson can't even be confirmed the spot for running back on the Rams when Cam Akers gets injured. I would say that's not that's not good. <laughs> I mean, getting an injury to the guy who's in front of you normally could be a blessing and curse because it's like you don't want to see your teammate get injured, but this could also be getting you a starting position. But that he's not good enough to even be really given that opportunity and it's been rumored that they're looking at other guys and he may not even be getting that position. That's just not good. Now, the fullbacks is where it gets better. Alec Ingold is one of the better fullbacks. Jeremy Cox isn't that bad. But then the rest are like, I don't know, half these. Um, receivers. This is good, but then also bad. Marquise Brown, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, those top three seem pretty good. But then when you realize that Nikhil Harry at seven, yeah, that's good. He wasn't, he's like a bust. Preston Williams at four. Why? And then you see Terry McLaurin at 8. To get this respectable, the top three are interchangeable with Terry McLaurin, AJ Brown, and DK Metcalf. That's not in my order. Those could be interchangeable at, like, anywhere. Perez Campbell, Debo Samuel, and I would say Hakeem Butler are definitely after that. But Hakeem Butler is definitely the last of those. He's not good. Nikhil Harry hopefully does give some flashes this season. Otherwise, he's going to be out of the league very soon. Next is tight ends. Okay, this is where it gets better. TJ Hawkinson, Earth Smith Jr., Noah Fan. Those are definitely the top three. Now, in my opinion, after that, it gets worse. Tommy Sweeney, even though I'm from the... I like Boston College as well. I'm definitely a big Wisconsin fan, but Boston College is another college I also can definitely deal with. It's definitely not the right one. Dawson Knox is definitely for it in this, and then you could do Caleb Wilson, and then Foster Monroe would definitely be fifth. Caleb Wilson, I would say, is sixth. So Caleb Wilson's correct. But TJ Hawkinson in one is right, but 
Noah Fan of Smith Jr. definitely interchangeable, even though Noah Fan has been um, better playing wise than Irv Smith Jr. I feel like um, Irv Smith's potential definitely has a higher ceiling because of Irv's situation with the weapons around him makes it so uh, that he isn't expected to make all the big plays because um, with the receivers that the Broncos have, they're young, but they're not really known yet. The Vikings have Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, who are two great receivers and one of the better tandems in the league. So I would say... Give or take, those two could be interchangeable. But TJ Hawkinson's definitely number one. Here's where, again, gets a little iffy. Now, just because in a um, fantasy um, uh, franchise mode in um, uh, Madden, I know who David Edwards is because he was on my team and I used him a lot because he was starting for a bit. I know him. But the offense, he's more of a guide, but... The offensive tackles looking at this draft is not good. Jonah Williams has been injured a lot. Juwan Taylor, I don't remember really who he is. And then some of these guys are just... I don't even know. So, I can't really say anything. And plus, it takes a while for offensive linemen to be good or get good. Guards, Chris Lindstrom is a pretty good guard for the um, uh, Falcons. So, that's all I'm going to say. Centers... Knocked out of the pike. Elton Jenkins could become one of the best offensive linemen in the NFL very soon. Eric McCoy, fourth, I would say, second or third. Gary Bradbury is also quite good. And then the rest I don't really know much about. Here's where it's actually not bad. Nick Bosa, Rashawn Gary, Montez Sweat, Clyde Farrell. Rashawn Gary, if you don't... If you aren't a Packers fan... You may not know this, but he's been tearing it up for the Packers in the um, training camp. And he was quite good with uh, pressures last year. I think he will definitely be that guy for the Packers with Zadar Smith. So yeah, Nick Bosa. Yeah, he, he would be one. Montez Sweat's been decent. Klein Farrell has not been bad for the Raiders by any means. But I wouldn't say... He's, like, the best here. Defensive tackles, Quinn and Williams. Yeah, I mean, he, he was definitely, right now, the best. Ed Oliver is definitely second. I would say Christian Wilkins would be third. But then there's not much else I could really say there. Inside linebackers, Devin White, Devin Bush. Yeah. And then the rest of them didn't really do much, if I remember correctly. Outside linebackers... Here, I don't know much about. I'm definitely more of an offensive guy than defense. Um, Now, we're going to go skip corners as well because the corners are quite not good here This in this draft class. But we got to go to safeties. One of the best tandems in the NFL right now is the Packers tandems with Amos and Savage. They're not, say, the best. Definitely not. But they're definitely top six, seven. Now, how the heck is Dan Darnell Savage 10th? He's definitely over Jaquan Johnson, uh, Amani Hooker, Will Harris, Taylor Gap, Juan Thornhill, yeah. Um, Garner Johnson, Nazir, Adley. He's probably the best safety from this draft class. And I could probably say that with 
good confidence. So seeing that the best one is rated the 10th is not good. Now punters, kickers, again, uh, Drake Bailey has been, he's one of the best punters, so that's good. Matt Gay has been pretty good, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly. And Mitch Wisnowski has also been a decent punter. So I don't think uh, Mitch Wisnowski at eight will definitely not be the best take. I would say he's top five of this draft class. But Jake Bailey being the best is definitely uh, I agree with. And but Matt Gay I think should be over John Barron. So yeah, um, this is this one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stop real quickly and go to twenty eighteen. And then I'm going to go to 20. I'm no, I'm not going to do 2020 because they, these guys, some of these guys could be one hit wonders or just look really good at the beginning and then just fizzle out. And the guys who fizzled out the beginning may be very good at the end. So, yeah, um, let's get into it. So, unfortunately, it doesn't seem like without um, paying money for it that I can get a um, uh, big board. Uh, for free or the whole thing. So I'm going to have to go with these partial ones. So it's just quarter, uh, quarterbacks and defensive ends. Now, defensive ends is really not much. Bradley Chubb was definitely the best one, but there's not much there. But quarterbacks, we could have a heyday with. And the, his top 25, we could also have a heyday with. So quarterbacks, he said, this is what he said. Josh Allen, number one. Sam Darnold, number two. Josh Rosen, number three. Baker Mayfield, number four. Lamar Jackson, number five. Mason Rudolph, number six. Kyle Loletta, number seven. Luke Falk, number eight. Mike White, number nine. And Chase Loden, number ten. My God, that's awful. That is... Makes me need to throw up. Baker Mayfield was the number one pick in the NFL draft, and I don't think the Browns regret that really much. Lamar Jackson's an MVP winner. Josh Allen was an MVP candidate for all of last season. Josh Rosen is most likely going to be out of the league very, very, very soon. Mason Rudolph at number six would definitely be correct. Carlo Letta is seven, I agree with. And then Falk, White, and Lillen... Uh, Lillen Definitely around there, give or take. But to give you a good, like, top five, because this was definitely one of the more heavy quarterback draft classes in a while. But I would definitely say right now, I'll do Lamar Jackson 1, Josh Allen 2, Baker Mayfield 3, Sam Darnold 4, Mason Rudolph 5, Josh Rosen 6. But uh, Rudolph and Rosen are definitely interchangeable. It's just Rosen's been really bad. Mason Rudolph was also bad, but he's the better of the worse. So, yeah. Now, we're going to go through the top 25 and see what's good and what's bad. Saquon, number one. Okay. I agree. Mika Fitzpatrick, number two. Yeah, he's been good. Bradley Chubb, four, a three. Again, pretty good. Um, Quentin Nelson, four. To be honest, he's probably the best Offensive lineman in this, or the play in the soul draft. So, yeah. Josh Allen, five. Yeah. Sam Donald, six. Yeah. Josh goes in seven. Absolutely not. Tremaine Edmonds, eight. And this is definitely guys who are better. Ocon Smith, nine. Yeah. Nah, maybe a little higher. Big Mewfield, ten. That's sort of underrating him. Denzel Ward, 11. Give or take. 
Uh, Marcus Davenport, no, he's lower. Colton Miller, give or take up or down. Calvin Ridley, 14. Looking at back at this draft class, he's definitely higher. Josh Jackson, 15. No, he's <sighs> sort of high, but I wouldn't say that high. Orlando Brown is one of the better offensive tackles, so he's definitely higher. Rashawn Evans, <laughs> don't win James higher. Mike Hughes, lower. Dugan Payne, again, it's sort of hard to see how defensive tackles play. Because they, you don't see really the stats. Like, you have to watch tape to see how good they are. Because they, they don't get a lot of sacks. But they do sort of have to disrupt more. So, yeah. Vita Vea, definitely higher. Darius Geis, not even top 100. I mean, he's out of the league already after, I think, assaulting a woman. James Daniels. Don't know who that is. Got to be completely honest. Mike McGlishy on 24, probably higher. Harold Landry, not even, I think he went to the Titans, I'm not sure. Now, unfortunately, I cannot see the other ones, so he can't be roasted. But, yeah, this was, honestly, again, not the best. Just got to say it with Josh Rosen, not good. Mason Rudolph there was eh. Lamar Jackson at five was horrible. I mean, Sam Darnold, he has a lot of potential, but him at two, no. This was not good. So, as you see, he's not been that... If we say by luck, he's not been lucky, I guess. Now, what I want to do, which will take a while, so I'm going to have to dig through it, is go to guys that he's all in on and see what his... um ranking uh, like his uh percentages so he may say like this guy he's gonna be super good or super bad and then he's completely wrong and that will be counted as a wrong but if he uh, correctly says it that he's gonna be super good and he's super good or he's gonna be super bad and he just uh, turns out to be a boss then he gets a point so that will be a different episode because that will be a whole different thing but yeah my bad so yeah that will be done soon Thank you guys so much for listening and see you guys next time. Bye.